Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 44 of the Talking with the Dad podcast. Steve does it every single time, has no idea of social cues or you know when things are going to happen, even though I count it down to him every single time before I hit the record button. Every ladies time. And you guys don't have a way to verify if that's ladies, true or not. Ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was a stone cold lie. You guys have no way of verifying that. I have to talk loud over Steve. Stevie... This is a this is a Monday night podcast, you know. Monday night, buddy. We added these in. This is like uh, when WWE added Monday Night Raw, you know, back in the seventies. Uh, What's We're that? really innovating. I don't I don't know. I just I came, <laughs> up these, I came up with these words and acronyms that I thought sounded good together. Are you talking about the people that save pandas? Correct. No, that's the WWF. Okay. It's the World Wildlife <laughs> Foundation or Federation, whatever it is. <laughs> what, are, what, what, what do these people save? Do they protect some type uh, of indigenous Yes. They, they, they protect <laughs> the indigenous people of West Virginia. Um, they've been raising money and, and awareness for them for the last 60 years. Listen, and, it costs a lot of money to keep these people in thongs. And you got if they're not in thongs, they're not doing They're good. actually um, <laughs> loincloths, Steve. They're actually loincloths. They're one step down. From the thong oh, underwear, thong area. The thong area, man. This is gonna be a this is a weird episode. We don't have much to talk about. That's we, right. We have we have very little. You know, actually, fun fact: if you guys all are listening, we're not friends outside of this. We just, we're just coworkers merely. Uh, we were you know our communication is very very minimal. So it's always this real awkward pause right at the beginning of these shows that you know Steve's face really is just showing at all. If you take one cap right there and just post that. That that's that's a new meme right there. It's just Steve's side eye, disapproved looking dad face. <laughs> this is literally like listening to an ex trying to explain that she didn't have feelings for me after I broke up with her. That's what this all sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, eight, eight food shots today alone. <laughs> the way that that works is you just block the number and you just move on with your life. <laughs> Listen, I actually it's funny you bring that up because that could be a topic right now. When it comes to me and exes, you would assume I never had any. <laughs> because Same. I go yeah, I go scorched earth. Man. That's it. <laughs> it's over, I, I, it's over. Like, God, you're gonna have to make a new social media or something that would entice me to sign up for it for you to get in contact with me. It's over. It's just done. Here's the thing, right? So before my beautiful wife, who, by the way, shout out, bam, 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 her birthday is this Thursday, the 30th. Shout out to Mrs. Talking with a Dad. But uh, before her, all these other uh, people, all these other entanglements, as uh, Jada Pinkett would refer to them as, uh, like, I-, I may have had a hard time breaking up with them or getting, you know, getting away from them in the breakup. But once it was over, they were almost always taken back by how quickly I cut them off. Like, that's it. You know, like, 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 I had one hit me up one time. They're like, "But you took down all our pictures and you blocked me." I'm like, "Yeah, relationships over. You don't exist in my world. <laughs> you lost. You lost the relationship contest. You stole fizzy lifting drink. Goodbye. Goodbye, it's a, man. It's it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I know we talked about this earlier in our talking with a dad career. Shout out to rest in peace, gaming with a dad. But any breakups you ever go through where you're just like, yeah, you know what? I don't think I want to be friends. Have you ever just looked at every the single eyes? one of them? Every <laughs> single one of them, right? Because it's a, a breakup is a failed experiment in in being potential mates, right? This, this is like how fucking primitive I think of this shit. Because it's it's right. 
it becomes annoying, right? You don't want that person that's like side baggage is always hanging on, going, "Hey, you know what? What are you doing? Like, you want to go be friends somewhere?" I'm like, "No, no, I don't have time for this. I have other things to do." Yeah, I'm the I'm scorched earth immediately. See, my 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 thing about it is just this, right? So I learned early on from my first real significant relationship where I fell for the whole "let's be friends" things. Uh, I know what comes with that, right? So the social awkwardness, if we, especially if we hang out in the same crew or in the very same subculture, I got to see you out with your various new boyfriends and stuff like that. You know, women actually have a better bounce back than guys do. Oh, like, absolutely. We do, 100%. We do, we do a good job of pretending. But yeah, no, do no think woman, it hard, no. man. Hard. Yeah, no, no woman wants anything to do with us after a breakup. Unless you're one of those sociopath guys that could just go like on a mega run. And not care afterwards, like you know, no, nobody wants to deal with the crying and all that type of stuff. But that's why I developed this perfect system, Zach. It's called you don't exist, right? And if yeah. I see you walking down the street and you try to do that thing where it's like, oh, it's so great to see you, I'm like, meow, meow. Yeah, right by, right by, absolutely, <laughs> look straight through you like you don't exist, absolutely. You know, you'd mentioned crying. I'm gone before the crying starts. So oh. uh, yeah, it, you, when you say you know you're quick at getting out, dude, gone. Like, hey, by the way, oh, I wish I had a dollar here. That would have been really funny. I'm like, you're as single as this dollar bill and then walk away. And then, well, I go back and grab yeah, my dollar and then leave. Listen, I, I can respect that. When I say my very first breakup was like I was that kid, like my buddies. I, I keep trying to get you to watch this movie, man, because when they showed it to me, it really changed my life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got to go watch High Fidelity. There's a scene where this guy's dealing with a breakup, and it was like the same thing I was going through because it's literally like, you ever just get feel like you're being stripped of your sanity? It was that type of breakup. Mm. But once I got over her, that was it. You know, and that's when she kind of like tried to like slurk back into my life. And I was like, yeah, nah, not happening, not happening. And then there was another situation like that before me and Santana got married, before we started dating. And, <laughs> and Santana actually called it. She was, you know, I'm not going to go into the full story, but she was like, this chick's a snake. And you need to get away from her, but you're not going to because you're weak of mind. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, you know, she has you pegged, man. I am, man. I told you before, advertisement comes on, I'm buying stuff. <laughs> I have heard you say that multiple times. And at this point, I just think it's becoming true. Infomercials, late night, I'm buying all types of stuff. Tchotchkes, I'm sitting in all back, man. How old were you, your first significant breakup? So you're 19 now, so what, 12? Mm, I'm trying to think. I was probably 19. I was probably 19. Yeah, 19. We had dated for three years. Wow. Right? And, it, like, at one point, like, it was not, it was, like, non-verbally agreed that at some point we would get married. Right? This is, wow. this is, this is how, this is how deep of a relationship it was, for sure. Like, uh, I had graduated a year or two before she did, high school, and then, like, during the summer, she would, she just lived here. Right? Like, the whole thing yeah so family loved her everything it, it went both ways and yeah that was a bad breakup for sure Oof. oh wait i think you've talked to me about this one uh she went off to college or something like that or no that no that's a separate one that one wasn't that, that one wasn't bad that was a hey you gotta go just i gotta go fucking something else you good luck with your life <laughs> that was a literally like a good luck with your life one and it just left <laughs> Man, there's nothing, there's nothing, nothing, nothing more that's going to reveal to you the nature and character of a person than how they deal with a breakup. I am the, uh, 
three o'clock in the morning metaphysical breakup guy where i call you like hey zach man are you up you're like no but i guess i am now steve i'm like i want to get really philosophical after breakup like i'm trying to break down everything <laughs> in, in the nature of existence no i mean i don't i don't have i don't have friends like that right like i'm you just a no I, I just it was especially then right like that broke that tore me up that was bad right because how, how close i thought we were and no, it's just like a I I gotta just gotta deal with this shit on my own, right? That, that's it. I'm gonna deal with it on my own person. I kind of am with everything though. I don't know. You've seen it in workplaces and in just in environment in general. I'm a generally I'm gonna deal with it on my own person. Yeah, now nah, uh, when it comes to emotional stuff, I should not be left to deal with it on my own. Like I am, I definitely need someone to help stabilize some stuff. You know what else I've struggled with in the past with breakups? I have this uncanny ability of a. Uh, attracting the new boyfriend like they want to send me messages and like and stuff like that and i'm like dude man listen you're with her man your scorched earth is, earth is not good enough man if the, after the scorched earth if 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 she is there and new boyfriend asked about you and if it's not just an immediate what don't fucking want to open that bag of worms then you haven't done good enough on, on the other side so you know what you what, what you're talking about is like uh not scorched earth that's like restraining order i don't want to be that guy but I'm I'm the, no i'm definitely the like if like i've only ever broken up with once it was it was that time and it, it's like all right so you you initiate it like okay well here's all the issues that i had too good fucking luck and then i'll break it down to you very uh very matter of a fact and to a point of all of yeah. the things that over the last years that has happened that i didn't approve of and then like okay that's, that's what you wanted there you go good luck <laughs> you're like we're sharing is this a safe place we're in olive garden right now it's like this how many times so did we go to wendy's and get fucking chocolate milk chocolate frosties and french fries and you say you didn't want french fries how many times i don't i don't know 13 13 <laughs> look i have them all written down in a piece of paper like why do you have a scroll i don't know why don't you i have everything i don't like written on this on this biblical scroll that <laughs> that's just i open it up and it's just too much it's just, right on it for me <laughs> it's just two miles long and there's a team of people who curate this at the top of the list people who own porsches and drive slow in the left lane yes oh man dude i was driving uh to work the other day and uh, this guy was getting on uh the freeway in a bmw but it was like you know i don't know a lot about cars but this was actually like a very 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 exotic bmw and i wish yeah, i was the i8 the is that what it is it's you know only, what i'm talking only about very exotic one that they have other ones look just like slightly either more swollen or more anorexic version of like the 325 which yeah, is the standard was, bmw you think of a bmw it's a 325 it was amazing man uh he definitely it's strangely enough though he wasn't driving fast in it but he i think he was being escorted by another car that might have been from the dealership as well so he was like test driving it or something like that but looked amazing and i just looked over at him in my car and i just gave him a head and i was like you're doing it man <laughs> you're doing it's it. funny that suv that you drive is like yeah. the car guy's suv is uh, it? it's a widely regarded as one of the best driving and most fun to drive suvs on the market i have a great time in it Not i'm sure you do i'm sure you do <laughs> not as much fun as my uh scion but uh you know, uh, Neo uh, Kia Soul. That's <laughs> that's still a bummer to me that you even <laughs> drove. Dude, I'm telling a you, Kia man. Soul, man. 
Man, it was like the perfect car for California, man. I drove through the canyons and everything. I felt safe. We drove a Yaris once when we went to California for a trip, and that was amazing. I Toyota Yaris? Yeah. That's disgusting, dude. These are on the list of things that I I would never be caught dead in. Ten dollars, ten to twenty dollars, I think, to fill up the tank. Didn't fill it up again after that. And I mean, we were driving <laughs> hundreds of miles. I was like, Yaris. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, like, that's fair. That's fair. Drove a, a red uh, sports bug one time. That was pretty fun. <laughs> a what? Red sports bug. A red sports that's bug. Well, let me. Go. That's not what I. That's, I'm, that's gonna, not the, I'm gonna Google the tactical term red sports bug and see what comes up. <laughs> it wasn't actually the name of it, but uh, that's why I called it the red sports bug. It was yeah. actually really rough. Only thing that only thing about it was though, I'm pretty sure someone might have been murdered in the car prior to that. It had a uh, an energy, not so much a smell of violence inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's what all red sports bugs have. I just assumed that he either been murdered in one or uh, murdered around one. You know what was that laughing sound you just made? That was like. It's like a Taekwondo sound. No disrespect to King Cash. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Sometimes I just black out when I laugh and noises come out. And I'm not exactly sure what's happening. <laughs> so what's been going on in your week, man? How's life treating you? Oof, you know, life has real been life. I've been, uh, you know, going to bed at seven in the morning and waking up at three in the afternoon. It's <laughs> life has been oh. absurd. Dude, oh wait, I meant to respond to this text earlier, but I think it's appropriate to bring it up in our talking segment. You said something interesting about uh, Ben Shapiro, and I'm, I'm interested to hear your take on it because I, I like, I like uh, listening to your your outer monologue there. What was oh, it that ben, What was it that Ben Shapiro said? You said was uh, made him an embarrassment to uh, was it embarrassment to conservatives or I, I just really makes conservatives look bad. It's just. He can't argue. He can't like debate, right? Now Ben Shapiro is very, he's eloquent. He's very educated. He's very, he's a very smart guy. I could see that. But he, the only thing that he is good at is speaking fast and spitting facts at you. He doesn't string the facts together well. He doesn't come with a conclusive argument. You mm-hmm. say something and he goes off the rail. And his job entirely is to make you look stupid, right? Mm-hmm. So when he's sitting down, and it, it's true, it's all of his videos on YouTube. When, when you sit down and have an actual conversation with him, uh, like Rogan was, and, you know, Rogan's usually a yes man to the people that he's with, unless it's a topic that he knows something about, which is about seven topics, and then then he'll argue with you. And they were talking about, man, was it systematic uh, oppression in, like, say, south side of Chicago, right? And, right. They, and they were talking about, you know... He said that there was two points during like this lockdown that he thought that the people would come together. It was right at the beginning and everyone would come together and lockdown and that didn't happen. And then right during the George Floyd thing. And he said that he thought that people would come together and maybe they could help combat or fight racism. Right. Right. And, you know, Shapiro was off on this tangent about how that really one of the ways to fix maybe some of the systematic oppression in these, you know, areas and neighborhoods of like baltimore and detroit and south side of of chicago i think is the examples that they used was you know you need to lock it down with police so you stop all the crime right and Mm -hmm. he made these really really just ignorant points about how how all of that would work and rogan was just like yeah no no none of that he's like none of that i don't think any of that would work he's like i don't know what would work i'm not smart enough but none of that would have you just said would make a difference at all was uh Ben Shapiro making me I need to go back and watch it. Uh 
it was Ben Shapiro making the argument that you have to protect the population and allow the uh, non-criminal population to thrive before you can deal with any of that stuff? Was it somewhere along those I don't lines? I think or? so. It was just okay. like. You know, I think Rogan said that you need to, you know, really improve the education in these areas and give these kids an like that are like he, he you know, our, Rogan's real argument was is that a lot of these kids come from they're a, a product of their environment, right? When right. everyone is doing one thing, it's hard for that one person to not do it. And Shapiro said, well, at some point, someone just has to not do it and make better for themselves. And Rogan's argument was is that like dude, when you are everyone around you is doing one thing. It is impossible for you not to do that same thing. And he, he was like, you know, you have to you have to provide better education, you know, community outreach, uh, maybe, you know, community centers, but someplace that gives someone a chance to get out of that environment, even for just a portion of the day and show them what the other side is like. And Shapiro right. was just like, no, these people just need to stop doing that and do something else. It's interesting, though, because uh, whenever you get into these type of conversations, it's like experience versus data versus facts, right? So I lived in Chicago for quite, not quite some time, like three or four years, if mm -hmm. I remember correctly, like formative years. So I, I went there for eighth grade up until I was around 16 or 17 or something like that. And uh, the one thing I, I was struck by the minute we arrived there and I started going to school there was coming from New York's educational system and then going to Chicago's educational system in the inner city. There were just some there were some gaps there, you know, in, in regards to subject matter and stuff like that. So I could definitely agree with the uh, education component. I don't you know that's but that's in the inner city. There were schools like Watley, I believe the name is or Lincoln, uh, Lincoln High. These are prestigious, not prestigious. These are really good schools. Right. Sure. So if you get if you're lucky to go there, then you get a better education. I think one of the uh, another one of the points of Rogan was that maybe, you know, you shouldn't be forced into going to a certain school. You know, yeah. if you have if you could provide means of transport to go to a better school, that should be yeah. an option for you. You shouldn't yeah. be forced to go to these, you know, the school in your district. Right. Right. The, the, the crazy thing about that. And I, do, I don't disagree with that. And it's just like one thing begets the other. So if you go to a school in another district, that means that that has to be approved by that district. But I do agree that the education needs to be improved drastically. Right improved back then because I it's the point of public schools is, is to be open for the public right exactly and it's not you know it, it's not i don't even know what the right word would be like regionally locked segmented uh areas it's you know it should be open yeah. to the public and you should be able to choose which and you should you be able to. to get a date you should be able to get a decent education at a public school i know you and i agree on this Absolutely. like you should be able to go to a public school and receive an education that's going to be able to carry you into an sure. aggressive market for college prepare you for testing and aptitudes and all that type of stuff i agree with that 100 mm -hmm. the one thing i i do agree with you on a few things it's funny that you just said about shapiro he's always been a sh what's the best way of me saying this shotgun base he's a slick fact. talker he's no but a, he's a, like, it's all it is 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 100 true like the facts are there. he's very factual yeah the i fact, would agree with that you can't you can't argue with the facts but when it comes down to like the uh the the subtle nuances are maybe the uh the untangible things in a conversation that you're trying to quantify like so i the, the portion i did listen to in the interview uh rogan was basically having a conversation with him about what needs to be done about systemic racism mm -hmm. and Ben Shapiro actually believes like he has acknowledged that something like that exists, but the, his approach to everything is just being like, all right, so you have to do this, this, and this a plus B then C mm -hmm. then D. <laughs> right, yeah, It's very matter of a fact. It's very matter of fact, right? 
that's that's always been my issue with Shapiro is that you know I'm, I don't consider myself to be conservative whatsoever to be fair uh maybe right. I'm fiscally conservative probably um but all he does is he will sh- like not even shotgun because shotgun would be all at the same time is it's just like he assaults you with facts and you can't possibly argue against that so if you were ever to be if he were to ever be put up on like a debate stage against someone who's like an actual like an like a decent orator he would be yeah. so screwed because if you could spit out all of these facts in a row but if you can't make a long-term eloquent point then no one is going to listen to you say 15 short sentences where someone could speak for like a legitimate structured paragraph about how something could be fixed I just don't think he's a he's very good at arguing. Or yeah, he's not debating. good. At, he's not good at the emotive in an argument at all. Like he's not what you would consider someone that. Uh, well, actually, it's funny because some people I know rally to him in defense, and I'm just like, man, uh, I don't know if this is this tribalism or is this like, do you really are you really drawn to like his argument? I I agree with you. It's interesting because I remember when the George Floyd uh, when George Floyd was first killed. I think I called you. I think I, this might have been one of the few times I actually called you because I was kind of like struck by what I had heard from Shapiro. And Sh- no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Sh- it wasn't Floyd. It was a uh, Amart uh, Arbery, the kid who was jogging and got okay. killed in, in the town. And uh, Shapiro was the first one to come out, like the first uh, political pundit, conservative political pundit, to come out and say this is wrong. He was like, you know, as a lawyer, I can tell you that what's happening here is 100. percent And my, you know, in his opinion wrong he was like what i see on this film is that there is a man running i don't know if he's jogging for fitness but he is running away from aggressors and he had the right to defend himself when these guys uh to defend himself attacked him and he was like and anything else and this it was really weird to him say this not like he's satan himself or anything but he was like anyone that defends the actions of the other guys and you don't look at it for what it is like this guy had the right to defend himself and I thought that was really big, Shapiro. I think some of his views on uh, finances as well. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard him talk about finances whatsoever. I, you know, like, I, I don't. I, I really don't like Ben Shapiro very much. Um, <laughs> I ran out of things to listen to um, as far as podcasting goes. So yeah. you know, I saw he was on Rogan. So I've listened to him on Rogan before, but uh, you know, why don't you listen to the the Matt Sarah and uh, what's his face? Why can't I remember this Jim guy's Norton. name? Jim Norton, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't keep up with podcasts very much. It's like few, very, it's like two podcasts that I watch, like always. I'm always watching certain podcasts, uh, and I don't want, I don't need to add another to that list. I don't drive okay. enough, or I don't do enough to where I could listen to podcasts where you know a third or fourth podcast is is good to add to the rotation. I just happen to be out of that week's two podcasts that I listen to. You definitely listen to Talking with a Dad right there, right? Don't listen to any of our shows back. Uh, I listened. I listened briefly in post to make sure that the audio is balanced as best as I can do it, and that's about it. No, there's no reason for me to. Li- I, I was part of the show. Yeah, right? I, I was. Live- I was. I lived it. Why would I need to go back and look at it? That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I say about my kids. Like I was just with you. I don't want to see pictures of you. I know what you did when you were one. I was there. <laughs> No, I get the father. pictures thing. I get the pictures thing. That's total, that's actually really funny. I'm gonna write that down for when I have a kid one day. We're gonna have this conversation when he's about. Six. No, 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 no. Don't quote me to your future wife. Like Steve said. Steve said. Who the fuck is Steve? You've never mentioned this person before. 
that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. So you got some uh, some pretty decent uh, topics going on here, but one of them is really surprising because I don't want to see you get hurt, man. You're my friend. We're actually friends. I care about you. I, I'm invested in our friendship. And I this just, is the first I, time you've ever said that. I'm strong. I'll never say it again. I'm never. <laughs> Cause this I'll is, never. Well, good, because I'm going to clip that and make that my ringtone. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, there's, there's, it's made its way onto two topics, and it's like watching my buddy in an abusive relationship, and I just don't want to see you go through this again. <laughs> Mostly because I don't want to deal with the, the fallout of it oh again. Oh, my You're God. Great. You've never dealt with the fallout. <laughs> but what do you think of that? We'll, we'll move on to those. I, I've been dying to hear this, man. <laughs> What did you think about the Xbox conference, dude? <laughs> um, man, you know it's hard for me to to form an opinion that is even <laughs> negative. Negative would be would be better than what I really thought about the Xbox conference. <laughs> uh, let's start with the positive. We saw Forza, um, and a new Fable game was announced. Now, yeah. to be fair, I've never played Forza Motorsports, which is what's coming out this this year, and I've never played a Fable game. So if that made it onto the positive list, holy fuck what happened to this conference, man. Um, a bunch of new garbage that I don't care about. Crossfire X, we, we actually spoke about this game on multiple occasions. Um, looks like a shitty console CS, fuck you. Stalker, never played the Stalker series. Actually, a lot of people are really into the Stalker series. Um, Stalker 2 is coming out. It's huge on PC, so maybe that's a positive. Um, I've never played it, uh, but I hear a lot of people really, really enjoy it. Destiny DLC, don't care. Uh, Psychonauts don't care. Um, man, there's really nothing. The Outer Worlds got a DLC. Now, I never made it and played the Outer Worlds, but it's made by Obsidian Entertainment, so it's probably pretty good. Um, and that brings me to the Halo fiasco. <laughs> now, we've been waiting for Halo Infinite for years now right when did halo 5 come out i i, I don't exactly remember if you could look that up i'd appreciate it um yeah we get to halo infinite we hear a lot of rumors about it we hear that maybe there's going to be a br we hear that the multiplayer might be a little bit different than years past right there's going to be more optimization there's going to be better graphics there's going to be this and that october 27 2015 2015 so we're five yeah. years since our last halo release right Halo's one of the biggest games on the planet i, I don't i don't care what anyone says or what everyone anyone thinks halo when halo launches halo is an event right halo one and two and, and even three when they came out were the biggest entertainment launches ever think about that the biggest entertainment launches ever right now obviously grand theft auto 5 is up there and i don't know if it'll ever be beat um it's like three or four times as, as profitable as the avengers Endgame, right and that was what two and a half is the most profitable movie of all time Right, two and a half billion dollars or something. I think fucking GTA Five is up at like ten, almost ten billion dollars total Good revenue guy. for for as Good long guy. as that game's come out. Um, they show us eight minutes and forty seconds of campaign gameplay with graphics that, to me, are supposed to be four K sixty, look worse than Halo Five. If you look at Halo 5 and, and the graphics of Halo 5, which came out five years ago now that I found out, and you look at Halo Infinite, there doesn't seem to be an improvement one over the other, right? And that's a really, really bad sign. Now, we don't get any multiplayer. We don't get any multiplayer information. I would have traded, and, and I'm not an Xbox guy, but it's coming to PC, so I'll be very happy. Um... We didn't get any information as to 
how the multiplayer is going to work. Is there going to be a ranked system? Um, is there going to be a BR, which they've already come out and said that there isn't going to be, but I can't believe that. It's just too popular of a genre right now for Halo to not have one. Um, right. Dude, this was the, the biggest letdown of maybe anything this year so far, you know, in video game world. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand what, like, so who approved this? Who was in the fucking boardroom at Microsoft meeting with three, four, three studios. And they were like, yes, do it. eight and a half minutes of campaign in an area that looks awful. We want that. That's what, like, dude, give us some information about what people really care about in Halo. Yes, the Halo campaigns are loved and cherished, and people really enjoy them. But when you have a conversation about Halo, you're talking about the fucking multiplayer, right? You're talking right. about the rank systems and, and where you are in your rank, and, you know, do you want to play 2v2s or 3v3s, whatever it is, right? None of that was even mentioned with the Halo information, man. That's super disappointing. That is my uh, opinion on the Xbox Games Showcase. Follow-up question, but before I give you the follow-up question, so interestingly enough, when I was watching the, uh, the Halo portion, I remember watching it, and I was just going, oh, it's just kind of lackluster, right? It's, it's just like it's lackluster, and I didn't notice that there was a... Visually, it wasn't that captivating, but I was like, oh, you know... It's Halo. It's not in front of me. Yeah, it's not in right. front of me. It's not my game. Maybe I'm just being biased because it's not a game that i'm naturally drawn to but then now that you're saying all this it brings me to the next thing that i'm thinking which is if that was the clip they decided to release because they were like this what's is the good? rest of the game yeah you what's know the, and that's the like, rest of the game what where is, is the it the there's rumors <laughs> that it's releasing without a multiplayer off off the start because they don't have it done you know developers yeah. have come out and said that that's not true but there still hasn't been proof of multiplayer in the game yet so that's what i choose to believe you know what? I'm gonna be supportive in this situation, man. I you know I wanted I want to win for my friends who uh, who play Xbox. I want people to be able to buy this thing and step into the next portion of their life and really enjoy it. But uh, beyond looking, I was actually really pumped up when I saw the Fable stuff. I was like, oh, I know I this dude. I haven't played Fable. You know, I was looking for an RPG a while ago, and you know, Fable was on the list, but the last one had released so long ago. And yeah, I, I've I've never played it, but anyone I know that played it has played it or is a part of that community. They love it, and yeah. I don't mean in a ferocious, no, weird way. Like they like they're like, dude, play this game. You're right. gonna love it. Dude. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, there's a following for Fable, so that's fine, right? Here's also yeah. another thing: they took away the the year long Game Pass subscription. Yeah, you can't what buy, is that you about? can't buy it a year at a time now. How long do you they get need? It for? The, yeah, monthly, I, I assume. Um, they they need that month to month income, right? That's what they need. They need to show to their investors that they're making money every month. It can't just be one huge burst every every once a year and then flatline for the rest of the year. They need that month to month income. There's 10 million subscribers on Xbox Game Pass, right? They need that month to month income. It's what's it's, the yearly subscription? It's like fifty nine dollars or something. I have no idea. I paid for oh, a month God. back when we were playing it, and then stopped. I, I, I never, I never re-upped. Um, let's let's just say it's let's just say it's a hundred dollars, right? I mean, it's it's incalculable, really. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's very interesting to see what they did to to Xbox and this game event. I, I thought I thought it was going to be huge. 
Right. I, you know, I texted you and I thought that that Call of Duty was going to come out with it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was definitely wrong. Um, I thought that you know we would have gotten something of substance. But if these are the launch titles, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world because usually it's pretty pretty soon to come afterwards. There's usually some good stuff. People love Forza. Uh, I really like Forza Horizon. Is like the, the motorsport is like the sim, the racing sim version of Forza, where like these guys go into great detail to even go and map out every track that they put into the game of like where like the tarmac might be slightly different and it might be slightly more useless, uh, looser, but slightly more sticky and they do a really good job at that, but I don't want to play that version. I want to play the fun version where like you go in and like fucking play soccer with your cars, right? Like that's the version of, right. of Forza I want to play. So while I do like Forza, it, it, this isn't the Forza for me, you know, in the next time a Forza releases, it'll be the next horizon and that'll be fun for me. But the crazy thing about watching this whole thing, uh, unfold so i know a lot of this is subjective other than the hard data you know the specs of the machine what titles are being released on launch and all that stuff none of that's subjective that's all objective but it's subjective to the sense that like i've watched a few people's reviews of the uh the actual event mm -hmm. and there was one guy who was actually typically a playstation he, he's a he's a sony reviewer like he's mm -hmm. more than most videos are regarding that console and he was actually more excited for the Xbox than Sony PlayStation 5. But the general consensus was when it comes to optics and pure marketing, Sony did it better, right? And that's, that's, that's no surprise. It's what they do. You know, we're talking about Sony Entertainment. They have a whole team available to them to help with marketing and stuff like Microsoft's that. Microsoft's a, a bigger company. Bigger company, for sure. And you would think that, like, someone would have been at the helm on this event and say, hey, we really need to drive home the point that this is the council that you're going to have for quite some time. It's not just the next generation because that's what they kind of marketed it as, right? Because they're doing a big thing, they're a big push on the whole retro gaming, which is great if you're into that. Like, I still have a functioning older console, right? I don't need for my PlayStation 5 to play my PlayStation 4 games because my PlayStation 4 still works. That's not a but deal breaker. does it work in upscale 4K? I don't give a the, shit about there that. There you go. Thank you. That was the exact response that I that I wanted. <laughs> I don't give. I don't give fucking response. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm sorry to curse, man. <laughs> like, like, I I don't care. I don't care about that, man. I I just want to be able to play. And does it play well? This was. I mean, for people who were enthused about this, they're going to continue to be enthused. I I thought it was a lackluster showing. It was boring, frankly. Yeah. I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was frankly boring. Yeah, I, 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 here's the frustrating part, right? You would think Microsoft, a company that desperately needs a win right now, right? Not desperately, but needs. Do they? Want, they yeah, they, yeah. Hold, they hold the market share of uh, OS and server OS, right? But just and remember they, that. And, 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 hold, and holding, hold on for a second. And holding that market share. Remember where they're coming from prior to Windows 10. So do you 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 know what happened before Windows 10? And then, you know, they came off the hills of Windows 7, which was Windows, loved, Windows loved. 10 is, is like by and large the most used OS in, in the world. Correct. But do you remember what happened before Windows 10? What was the most besides Vista? What was the most hated Windows OS launch of all time? I eight. Just just take yourself back a little bit, Zach. Eight. eight Jump was by your far the most hated. Vista. Vista and eight, they go back and forth mm -hmm. on the most. Hated. But here's the thing: Vista got good. 
SP3, SP3 on Vista. Oh, you know what better than Service Pack 3 was uh, Vista Black. Did you ever get the chance to use Vista Black at all? No, that was the people who were keeping it alive after 7 had come out. Oh, very, very good. But I'm just saying that it's a company that has wavered, right? It's gone up and down with certain things. Obviously, they hold the market share, but with Mixer going downhill, for the optics, you want something to come out because a big part of the Mixer's success was supposed to be contingent on this next generation console. Like they were Did making you even a- make it. Oh my god, I just thought, I just thought about that. <laughs> Holy you know, shit! That's a, that's that's all that's all I'm saying, man. Like you you know you want to come out, you want to hit it out the park, right? <laughs> you just want to hit it out the park with this thing. You know what? I'm not buying it. I just made up my mind. I was going to buy both of them. I'm not buying this. Why would you buy both? I was going to buy it, take them out to the backyard, pee on them. Oh, I should do that. That'd be a really <laughs> funny video. I should day one get a PS4 and then uh, and then just or PS5, sorry, and then break it. That would be fun. That'd be really funny, actually. No, man, why would you do something so hard with such a beautiful looking console? It's, they're all awful. <laughs> there are thirteen dollar PC cases that look better than both of them. Let's be fair, right? And, and listen, I'm a, I'm a PC enthusiast through and through, and a console hater. On top of that, right? They're two different things. Yeah. yeah. But man, I, 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 this generation of console doesn't make any sense to me. We don't have prices yet. We're two, two and a half, three months away from a launch. We don't know how much money they're going to cost, right? We don't know what their availability is going to be like. I see things all over the place that. It's like, oh, uh, PlayStation has ramped up their production by 50%, but okay, so they made one one day and one and a half the next. What does this mean, right? Like, I don't have any tangible evidence of, of you know, oh, hey, our production is 100,000 units a month, and we did, we were just able to bump that up to 150,000 units a month. Like, that's a significant jump, but right. who knows? It could be 10,000 to 15,000. 15, it doesn't matter, right? What's the availability going to be like? What's the price? And what are the true launch titles? Right. I guarantee that each console has less than 10 launch titles because they're they're building in this backwards compatibility and people are not going to realize that the game came out or the console came out with no substance. Right. It's because, oh, I can go back and play. I don't fucking Forza on from uh, Xbox One X on my new Xbox. Okay, whatever. I'm just going to do that. Right. Like it's already my favorite game. It's already going to go back and play. There's no substance with these new these new consoles are going to be 10 games or less. Uh, release titles for both consoles. Has Sony even confirmed if they're doing backwards compatibility? Yet? I believe they I had. Think- I, I I've seen multiple articles about them doing it, but I also don't know if that was just like fanfic or made up bullshit. So yeah, I don't think I don't. I mean, not that I could be wrong in this. I don't think they've officially said it, but I agree with you entirely. Like, I think that's going to be a huge deal for the Xbox. People are just going to be so excited to have that come out with games they can play with it, but. What do we do have coming with the Xbox? So we got uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We have Forza. We have... Oh, are you going to actually quote me directly 10 things? Okay. Um... Wait, wait. I'm trying to think if it's anything that would like... There's no wow factor to it. Actually, I'm going to say... Halo probably... would have been the wow factor if they showed no. us multiplayer. Right? But here's the issue now. Xbox took this derivative that... um. You know, everything that they do was also going to be released on PC. So mm-hmm. why buy an Xbox? Buy a fucking PC. I think there's still something that uh, is daunting or intimidating to people about gaming PCs. I don't know if it's made. Man, 
put those people in front of me and I'll convert them in 30 seconds. It's it's really not that hard. Zach, my good friend, you're a lot of things, but you're not a person that converts people. You're more of a bludgeon in that conversation. <laughs> it works either way. <laughs> you're, like, you're not, you're, you're not the, the scalpel. You're definitely the hammer. That's <laughs> fine. Like, That's fine. Sometimes the scalpel needs a little help. Comes in, hit him on top with a fucking hammer. But somewhere there's a medical doctor listening, like, well, that just doesn't make any sense. I've <laughs> if there is a medical doctor listening to this, sir, you, I, I, I applaud we you. Him. I, I, we he praise you. Him. I applaud you. I don't know, I don't know where you went wrong in life, but I'm glad you're here. You know what's great about the council wars in this generation is the teraflop thing. I know we've gone about this, but I love going into the forums and just seeing people literally this is, say, "This is nothing new." This they're is, like, "But the teraflops, the teraflops." This is the first console generation that you've paid attention to because of the show, right? (laughs) The same thing happened PS4 versus Xbox One, right? Same thing. Same thing. Same thing happened PS3 versus Xbox 360. Same thing. How many teraflops do we have with the PS3? Fucking it's two or something. I don't know. Uh, This this is (laughs) how many years ago is this? Fifteen? I've I don't remember. I purely don't remember. I can look it up, but I do this. This console generation is just. It's so confusing because more and more people are seeing PC gamers, right? It is becoming, it is a growing platform. At some point, everyone will jump on onto the PC platform. I'm sure of it, right? It, dude, it, man, I don't know. I'm very confused by consoles and, and why people like them. And I don't know. Maybe you can explain it to me. I mean, uh, if just the Sony one, and this is, could be me fanboying out, but the the reveal of the exclusives on the Sony will always carry Sony itself. Like the Spider Man game did so well and was so well received on the sure. PlayStation Four, and it's just the gameplay is amazing for it. It's it's actually probably the first superhero game that had legitimate mechanics in it that made you go, okay, this is not just a niche. Like this has return replayability. Like, this is something that, like, it doesn't feel clunky. Like, you actually can almost feel the experience of what it would be like playing, being Spider-Man. Sure. That sounds weird. And that experience would have been better if it was on a PC running at 144 frames per second at 1080p. Maybe, Maybe, but they don't own the property. They they don't own the rights to it. And Sony doesn't doesn't own the rights to it. No one, like, Sony has an exclusive in wit. Spider-Man, so that's why sure. it's going to release. But that's there, why it's there's release. no reason for Sony exclusives to not come to PC. Right? Yeah, all of reason. the Xbox exclusives there's, are coming to PC now. There's, there's one. There's one good reason for that to happen: capitalism. They control it, and they they release it. They're going to make money off of it. They can re-release it later. When I I always think that's stupid. But in regards to like the PlayStation Five, like seeing the Miles Morales game. Boom. People are launched back in it. They're like, oh, I thought it was a DLC pack. It's a full game, so how we're going to get to enjoy it. How many copies do you think that sells? I'm curious. Uh, I genuinely curious. How many copies do you think the new Spider-Man game will sell? Because you're I'm buying a console with it. You're buy- you have to buy a console with it. You can't yeah. buy it for the PS4. How many copies do you think it sells? You know what? I'm always better at quantifying these type of things when it comes to music and album sales. True. Video games and, and video game fans are a little bit more fickle than your general like music fan. I don't know. I'd say uh, a million, two million. That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. If you if you because two million, it's sixty dollars for the game plus thirty dollars yeah. for your monthly pass DLC bullshit. That's ninety bucks plus eight hundred dollars for a console. 
right? You're looking at you 900 bucks. Yeah, you know, actually, and depending on the game, like X, uh, God of War, Spider Man, those type of games, you don't have to worry about getting season passes and any of that stuff. It's like, it is what it is. The sure. DLC will come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll release the DLC. And actually, with Spider Man on PlayStation 4, the DLCs they released, people raved about them, Zach. I would, you know, you always think someone's going to complain about it. And they were just like, oh man, these were really good additions to the story. <laughs> because they, they really something well. when, when they're selling to fans, right? Yeah, <laughs> I am not going to buy a Spider-Man game, right? Even though I've played a I'm bunch of them on the PS2, it would go, it would fall in deaf ears. So it sold uh, the the original sold nine million copies, right? Woo! But it was also at the end of a console generation, so more people regularly available have this have this yeah. console, right? This is my concern about it is games that come out unless they're a, a, a huge title, Call of Duty, Halo. Um, that's yeah. it, really anymore. Grand Theft Auto would do well. Um, at the beginning of the I mean, console generation, because those people are going to buy the console anyway, right? Yeah. Someone who bought P- a PS4 at 250 bucks to play the Spider-Man game is not going to, a year and a half, two years later, buy an, a $700 console to play the next Spider-Man game, right? No, I get They're a very casual fan, but you're selling to fans when you're selling a Spider-Man game. So there shouldn't be a single person who plays the game and doesn't enjoy it. Because you're selling to fans. And they're not selling to Star Wars fans, right? Star Wars fans would be the people who bought the game and hated it. Um, World of Warcraft fans would be the people who bought the fucking expansion and hated it. Um, Oh, wait. I've been meaning to ask you this. World of Warcraft, strictly PC, right? It's never existed on any console. No. Correct? No no good MMO ever has. Okay, good. There we go. Continue. Um, So I, I bet you it sells a million. I bet you it sells a million. Not much more. Not much less. It's just hard to sell a new uh, an eight hundred dollar game, you know. That's essentially what you're doing with this. Is and that's why a lot of times is that when you buy when a game comes out right in between the console generations, it gets made for yeah. both, right? Because yeah, yeah. it's hard to sell an eight hundred dollar game. Yeah, I I wouldn't disagree with anything you just proposed there, but uh, I think what we're gonna see here with the release of the Sony and the Xbox is like I think this I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm open to being corrected. I think this is the last year for the council war hype as we know it, nope. right? Because this is this nope. is played out so weird. In my in my opinion, it's with everything that's going on in the world, <laughs> with the poor marketing on one side of the table. I really, really do believe like Xbox is just going to. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong about this. I think that it's just going to wind down into like, hey, you know what? We're pushing this over into the PC side. You know, and we're I, just and that's. I thought that's, that was the PS4 and the Xbox One X, because they oh no, they think, at the t- they at the time were the closest consoles to PCs, and, and every gen- and every new release will be that, right? Yeah. It's always going to be the closest console to a PC, and it's always like, well, why spend the five hundred bucks? Just you know, build a seven hundred dollar computer, right? And when the next console generation comes up in you know six years or whatever, seven years, eight years, um, then you know, spend the money that you're going to spend on that console on a new PC. Because you could literally, the life cycle of a computer could be as long as a console generation. You know? No, absolutely. I think Sony will always, I think the PlayStation will always exist. I don't know what and what and what facet. That's also hard to imagine. Sony's a dying company. You were about to make your... PlayStation is the only profitable portion of that company. 
That's it. That's the, from what I understand, PlayStation is keeping Sony alive. If, I'm if not an auditor. Numbers, I, if those I, numbers are true. If those numbers are true, then yes, that's that's you know, and, it's unfortunate because Sony has a lot of good properties, right? Their televisions are, are, in my opinion, one of the best televisions on the market, right? The the it's high a long end time to startup it takes a long time to start up. I don't understand what that's about, though. Yeah, but but you're waiting for the experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The, Sorry. <laughs> they have a lot of movies, right? They, they own a lot of properties. They own. I think they do music too, right? Does Sony do music? Validated the buying experience of everyone that bought one of those Sony Google TVs. They're like, it took my TV ten minutes to turn on the other day, but the guy from the podcast said it's, it's just the buildup, and I feel much better about myself. It's about the experience. <laughs> I don't know, man. I also thought that the last generation was going to be the last generation we saw with this much hype around it. Um, right. Consoles will always be there, man. You, you, you know why? You know how many how many units the PS4 sold? What was it, like uh, 20 million or something? 92 crazy? million units worldwide, my friend. I was way off. You were way, way off. You were a way- fifth of the correct answer, which is okay. You know, I, I had the data in front of me. You didn't. <laughs> so that was an unfair question. Right. Just think about this, though. As agitated as you're getting talking about this right now, there's a third competitor in, in the council. What, what is it? No, no, no. It's not a real competitor, but you know what? They're always scheming in the background. They release a beta. Then they're like, you know, that didn't work out. So let's throw another billion dollars. And now we'll release an actual council. Do not be surprised if Google comes back with like an actual Stadia council. Don't be surprised, man. I don't, I don't want that look on your face that you get. We're like, this can't happen, Steve. And then next no, year, I'm, I don't doubt we're, it. We're looking at a box with a big G on it. And it's like, all right, so this is what we should have done in the first place. No one asked for a. Right. That's another thing. No one asked for online. Yeah. For cloud based gaming. No one. No They're one asked for their time. NVIDIA has <laughs> been doing it for years. NVIDIA has yeah, been doing absolutely. it for a few years. And apparently that's really good. But they're ahead of their time. Eventually, yeah. the consoles will move to that, right? We're seeing that right. start now with the diskless versions, and yeah, we'll diff- eventually move to that because the hard drive space will be too small, yeah. and that'll ultimately yeah. drive us towards that. Google is ahead of its time. Um, That's assuming that the world doesn't collapse and the servers stay running. I'll make sure the servers stay running. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but at this point, man, I, I actually don't know where where the console hype goes. Um Really, what I was looking for in that conference, really, truly, was the Call of Duty release. Um, any information, dude. I, dude, I am fiending for information, and I, I've explained the Call of Duty cycle to you, right? Yeah. You, yes, you have, buddy. Would you like me to re-explain it on the podcast? I don't know if it was on the show. <laughs> Listen, hold on for a second before but we get in. I'm going through it. Have I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm getting the the Call of Duty sweats. This is why I started to show off with ex-girlfriend talk, right? I was <laughs> a little bit of therapeutic voodoo on you Man, there. It's now. more of like an ex-crackhead talk, <laughs> right? Because it's like, dude, like, it's like... We can cut to you like two to three weeks in a row. Like, F Call of Duty. F Call of Duty. Programmers, no, fuck F this, this Call of Duty. The one that's out right now. The previous one, Black Ops 4. Incredible. The one before right. that, I don't even know which one it was because it didn't exist in my mind. The one before that, Black Ops Three, incredible. The future. It was infinite warfare. Or something it was like an. That. It was infinite warfare. Infinite it was infinite War- warfare. Right. Which apparently, actually, once it got fleshed out a few patches in, was an okay game. I I never went back and tried. I thought it was garbage. Um, Black Ops Three before that, incredible. Advanced Warfare before that, 
also turns out a very good Call of Duty. Didn't like the movement, but the gunplay and everything felt very good. Before that, uh, was either Ghost or Black Ops 2. Both of them, doesn't matter. Very good Call of Duty. Like, there has been one horrendous Call of Duty, two horrendous Call of Duties in the last six years, and, you know, that's a good ratio if you think about it. If you fail yeah. twice in six years and every other one of them sells a billion dollars, like, fuck, you're okay. No, that's it. So, so you were hoping to see something at the conference. You didn't get that. You got, open, angry. you got angry. You got angry. And I started off. blasting. <laughs> you know, Twitter with your Twitter fingers, like, man. No, <laughs> so, man. No. So, those are, so Doritos didn't let you down. Now, let me ask you a question. So all we got was the logo, though. We just got the logo. When did you did you see this online? Were you eating Doritos in a fit of rage or something? No, like no, that? I saw it online. It was it was leaked that um, because every year Mountain Dew Doritos do a thing with Call of Duty that if you, if you buy it, you'll get a little code on it. Monster does it too, actually. Um, you yeah. get a code and you can input that code and you can gather double XP for when you first get the game. Right? That's a. I think it's a good idea. I've gathered up a, a lot of double XP over the years. I would just buy fucking Mountain Dew, dump them out, take the code, and throw the thing away. It's worth it to me. Right, because this is how much I, I I love the Call of Duty game, and right. they did they I guess someone leaked it of their Doritos packaging with the Call of Duty logo on it for the double XP event. Now is that the image of the two people standing back to back uh, with the guns drawn? Um, I don't not that I, I did not see that. No. Okay. Did you? I would look up Call of Duty twenty twenty okay. Doritos. Leak. Yeah, I'm yep. looking at it right now. Um, and it is the one from IGN. Uh, shout out IGN. It's just a little snippet, dude. It just says Call of Duty, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, unlock double XP with every bag, chance to win double XP for a year. Promotion ending 131 2020. 2021. Yep. This is very standard, right? And it gives the right. the explanation of Doris.com's Call of Duty. Like this is very, very common. They do this every single year. But if we're this late into the season and this is how we get our logo and this is the leak that gives the logo is the fucking Doritos event. What is going on with 2020 a global pandemic going on? We don't, it, the game has been in development for two years. Would you give us something? David Vonderhaar, please give us something. He's the head developer for uh Triarch games, which is developing this call of duty. Uh, Mr. Vonderhaar, please. I, I know you like car racing. Uh, you know, I like, you know, you like doing music production, right? We got some things in common. Come on the show. You talk music with Steve. We talk cars, right? Like, and I just want a little bit of the fucking Call of Duty Black Ops with Cold War leak. That's all I want, dude. I want, just give it to me. Hold me over for the next two months before I can get my hands on the game and ruin some kids' time. Man, uh, you're sweating. You're moving your hands around a lot. Dude, you know what's <laughs> funny? Like you know, it's the, it, 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 Stop me if I if I get a, a, absurd here. I speak like an Italian. I'm I, a lot of hand movements. I'm not Italian in the slightest. <laughs> it's the area we grew up, but I don't know how that became synonymous with them. There's a lot of people groups like uh, I know I have a lot of uh, German friends that, that speak with their hands quite a bit. Okay, so I speak uh, like a European. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. No, I mean. I want you to be excited for this. I want other COD players to be excited for this. I want the COD League to be excited for this. I want people to be able to step back. And, you know me. I'm, I'm the type of guy, if you're passionate about something, I want you, if it's medium that's bringing you that passion, I want you to be able to enjoy it. So this Dorito thing, though, it reminds me of something I was watching on YouTube. 
apparently you scumbag COD fans, uh, or not the fans, maybe there are people who go around. It was probably buying up, <laughs> yeah, buying up all the Doritos, or not even buying. I'm oh. sorry, stealing the codes off of unpurchased. Doritos. Yeah, that's fair. You want to? <laughs> have you ever heard me and Shane talk about the fact that we're we're boycotting um, Hardy slash Carl's Jr.? No, they did an event with the name of I don't know what Call of Duty it was, where that if you bought a medium drink, you got a chance to win in-game rewards. And I just went there and I was like, listen, how many medium drink cups do you have? I would like to buy all of your cups. I want to buy every single one of your cups. Charge me full price for the drink. I don't care. I want to buy 100 of your medium drink cups so I can get all of my rewards and not have to fucking worry about it. And they denied me and asked me to leave the drive-thru. What? <laughs> So that's uh that's where we are. And you know what? That place where you know where the school is, that's closed now. Oh, it's yeah, fucking closed down. And I I am the reason why. I've boy been boycotting that place for years. It was your ten dollars to shut that you know it wouldn't have been ten dollars. It would have been dude, it would have been literally like three hundred dollars. How much is a medium no, drink? Two bucks? Uh medium drinks usually like a dollar, twenty-five, dollar ninety-nine, something like two that. Two bucks. I'll say two bucks. I want to buy a hundred of them. I was just spend two hundred dollars. I could have paid the entire fucking cashier staff uh, staff wage for that day. <laughs> Give me my fucking drink cups, Hardy's Carl's Jr. Piece of shit. I think the crazy thing was uh the the that area of town, they rejected they rejected Hardy's, man. And it's like I love but Hardy. That Hardy's wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. No. <laughs> Plus it's not it, Carl's Jr. is good. Yes. Hardy's is not good. Hardy's Man, is like the Sonic sucks now, dude. Dude, that I'm Sonic sorry. has always been awful. I've been I've been an adamant fan of Sonic until that one, and then I'm a boycotter now. Now that Sonic I, will also find his demise. <laughs> dude, like I I try sincerely to support people that work in below the average minimum wage pay jobs because I know what I I, I feel like I know what they're going through. But man, uh, every time I go there, I'm always an inch away from jumping through that window on one of those kids. Like, like yeah, I, I, I thought my order was pretty simple. <laughs> I didn't think I got anything to advance. You here. know how how difficult I have it with orders because I I get very simple orders, right? How many times have I got a coffee order and they fucked it up? I get a very simple coffee order, and they like, always black coffee, black coffee with sugar. No, no, listen, I want you to listen to me. <laughs> it's not that simple, but. That would be hilarious. Actually, I asked for. I was getting coffee for you one time, and I asked for a black coffee, and they're like, "Well, what do you want in it?" And I'm like, "Nothing." Yeah, I remember this. I'm like, "Nothing," and they're like, "Excuse me." I'm like, "Nothing," and give me a small coffee with fucking nothing in it. And they're like, "Fuck, dude, you're weird as shit," but uh, you got it. They're like, "But we have to put coffee in the coffee." coffee. Like, you're like, holy shit. They're like, you know what, dude? Just do your thing. Just don't put any milk, sugar, fucking cream. Well, back to scumbag Call of Duty fans. I'm sorry. We went on a Rogan tan. No, Fuck I love this. I start... <laughs> yeah, so you guys are running around stealing all the codes off of Mountain Dew cans and off the chips and stuff. Like they put them on the inside of the bag now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never did that. I was never one of those people. But I would buy Mountain Dews and dump them out because it's disgusting and yeah, then take the codes. Mountain Dew is the worst. Dude, you it's, can get a Sprite. You can get a 7-Up. You can get a fucking you ginger ale. You could piss straight in the air and drink it from the source, and it's better than Mountain Dew. Man, we're really oh. alienating ourselves from a few different uh, 
potential that sponsors. That 115 is about to drop down to 89. <laughs> See ah, right dude, now. Good winnings. <laughs> <laughs> I take hard stances on things, and this is one of them. Mountain Dew is a disgusting soda. <laughs> so, the, so the logo was revealed. <laughs> yeah. So that, that that leads us to like there's rumors of a new COD coming, right? So no, no. here we go. There is a new COD coming. There's a COD that released every single year. All right. all right, all right, calm down, buddy. This is what I'm talking about. Every look, I've only known you for about a little under two years, but it's been an emotional roller coaster no. in regards to Call of Duty. I, a, you're an emotional guy, Stevie. And that's okay. That's all right. That's, that's your right. I I can admit that I'm emotional <laughs> about a few different things, dude. I'm emotional about mixed martial arts, which is why. You never catch me really engaging in a debate. More often than not, when I disagree with something someone says, you'll see me make this face where I'm just like, hmm, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> but I'm not going to say any- it. <laughs> I don't want to go any further with this conversation. But you, on the other hand, man, like you, you know, you're, you're very emotional. <laughs> like, what are you, you talking you, about? Uh, what is this heresy? <laughs> you wait on your sleeve. So there's rumors of a new COD coming out. We're going to start here at 100. 100 being extremely hopeful and positive about the future. And then I'm hoping that you land somewhere at a 70. Is anything below <laughs> so, 70? <laughs> let's, let me break it down, right? It's two, it three developers for Call of Duty. Supposed, right. This is supposed to be a sledgehammer slash raven year. Sledgehammer slash raven year. They couldn't produce the Call of Duty on time. So Activision booted it. They bumped them, right? So they bump up Treyarch. Now... Usually, that's a good thing, right? Treyarch is a great company. Every one of the games that they have had has been a huge success. My uh, Black Ops 3 was a minor success, but still a success, right? Um, we cut a year off their cycle. This was supposed to be a three-year development cycle. <coughs> we cut a year off of it. We cut a third of their time. Where are we in the development cycle? Is that why we're not getting a reveal? Is that why we're not getting any information? Is that why no one has been speaking about it? Because right. they took 30% of their time. 33.33 repeating, of course, of their time. I'm afraid, right? I'm afraid that we're going to get two-thirds of a game. You know, I'm afraid that... I'm hopeful that they don't put a Battle Royale in it. I don't think they will. I've heard rumors that it's just going to be a link to Warzone because Warzone was such a success, which is fine with me, dude. That's super fine. I want the Treyarch development team to be entirely focused on Black Ops Cold War multiplayer, right? That So that bumps me down to a 90. No, sorry, that bumps me down to like a 60. This is where we're at right now. Take another 10% off for the fact that we know there's going to be recycled maps already. So we're at 50 now. Take another 10% off for the fact that it's a soft reboot of the original Black Ops, which is okay, but we also saw the soft reboot of the original Modern Warfare become a, I don't know, a shell of its former self is probably the best way to put it. You know, I'm at like 40% excited right now. And this is me at 40% excited, which is still fucking excited, like ecstatic, right? Imagine me at 100% excited where it was, we had the reveal, we had the fucking multiplayer trailer. I... When the multiplayer trailer comes out, you'll see two things. I will not talk to anybody for that entire day, and I will be so analytical of what that trailer is that it will be absurd. I will be pay- I will be looking at the guns, picking out what guns are going to be in the game, what locations if they're going to be re- if they're going to be rehashing locations, especially in the story, um, perks, 
attachments, the 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 create a class system, how that's going to work. Like I'm going to be super overly analytical of it, and we'll reassess after we get that. That's where we are. That's fucking. Sorry, man. I've been cursing so much tonight. That's friggin' intense. Dude. Everything you just said sounded way too intense. You've never but been excited for something, though. No, I, I have, dude. And I, I just, but the way I express that is a, a more of a nervous Woody Allen type of intense. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I mean, I hope God. You adopt a 17 year old and then marry her when she turns 19? You know, instantly when I said it, I was like, <laughs> no, I set myself up for that. But I'm like, he's got more class. I'm than sorry. That, that was low hanging <laughs> fruit. I knocked it out of the fucking park. Uh, no, I mean, obviously, like, I'm super excited. I was super excited for God, the, the latest God of War game, and I was not disappointed on any level. In fact, where I should have been most disappointed would have been the ending there. I was, uh, but I wasn't. I'm super excited for whatever new division game comes out. I can say I am an avid division fan. Me so too. I'm, I'm set myself up for days gone. Never going to live that down. You know, I, I was waiting for that game for years and I should have known there was something up because I have to say something like waiting for this game for years. So I get it. Fair. I'm just, I'm just worried that, uh, yeah, you're just gonna turn into a uh, dark Zach. <laughs> what are you talking about? That, that does not happen. Dark, dark, you know, dark Zach isn't that much fun to Discord with sometimes because it's just like, oh hey Steve, how you doing? Fuck you, Steve. It's like you know that is not what happens. No, I'm always on Discord with. There's always something going on. You know it's going to be great though. Like so, if they separate the battle royale, I think that's going to have its own community, which it already does. A lot of people love Warzone, and it was a huge. You got to admit, it was a huge success. People True. have really have really taken to that. Right I was going to ask time. you. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the mechanics of that game versus like the regular multiplayer, but we'll see how this whole thing shakes out, man. I, I really should probably go back and play the campaign mode for the game that I purchased for this year. So I, I heard, it was, I heard it was very good. I heard it was very good, but it's very short um really i heard I that it was short. you could complete it in four hours yeah now that's saying that's not saying you could complete it in four hours or should complete it in four hours right that's like if you're trying to get through it in four hours but yeah it's a very good uh very good experience actually what i want to do is i want to play black ops with you the original black ops from like 2011 and ps3 days that was correct yeah it was, it was the third call to the mps3 um mm. no fourth uh and show you what a good call of duty was now black ops was the slowest call of duty ever made your movement was slow you, you feel like you're you're you have like a 50 pound weighted vest on you at any given time but the guns, the maps, the mechanics, the things that it added into the game, and all of the features of the multiplayer made up for that, and people didn't even realize how slow of a game it was. Also, the sniping sucked. They uh, with Modern Warfare 2, the sniping was so overpowered that you could I could run around with a with an intervention and be competitive with anyone running an assault rifle, a submachine gun, anything, a shotguns. I could be competitive. And Black Ops set out to make that not the fact. And it made it almost impossible to use a sniper. So that kind of sucked. But everything about that game was was good because of the game as a whole. Right. There wasn't something that stood out by so much that ruined everything else. It was everything was a package. And that's why it was so good. That's the one we loaded on the PS3 when I brought it to work. That, that day, was Modern Warfare 2, which oh, is my favorite Call of Duty of all time. 
Okay. There was another release, uh, Call of Duty release. Just remind me one more time before the one, this one that you were playing with Cash. Which one was that? Black Ops Four. Black Ops Four. Okay. Which All is right. the fourth right. edition of the Black Ops series. Which is we're getting another version, but a reboot of the first. From what I've been told. It's way too advanced. Like there's, there's like, nothing. You can imagine there's like 15 games now. You know. Con fans are starting to get to, to get to that place where Star Wars and Star Trek fans are, where you guys get speaking your own language. Like I heard you and when you and Cash were talking that night, I was nodding my head a lot. And I'm like, oh yeah, bitch, proud. oh yeah. But really, at some point, it just started to sound like COD, 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 COD Black Ops. Fuck this game, COD. COD, COD. <laughs> I wish you would have asked because I, I would have, I would have been able to explain everything. It made it easier for you because I'm sure there's people at home have the same issue with it. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wind up watching those uh, st- uh till now storylines on YouTube. Have you ever watched one of those things no. where it's like you try to catch up? Oh, they're amazing, dude! Like I, I had no idea what was going on in Walking Dead, so I was like, I'm just gonna watch one of this guy's videos. Oh, did and you? He- um, are you watching The Walking Dead again? I was thinking about it. What? Uh, dude, okay, man, do your thing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean, dude? <laughs> like, I, tr- okay. I tried again. I stopped in the third season. Sorry. What was the prison season? Three or four? Three. No, we're well past that. We're like in season what six. What was seven. the prison season? That's oh, what I'm asking. What was that the was prison season? Three? three? That's where I stopped. I think they said prison. They said prison. No. Oh, sorry. Um, that's yeah. where I stopped. I stopped halfway through three. It apparently went off the fucking rails since then. I tried. I tried watching like an episode in season five. And I'm like, I don't, I fucking don't know what's going on. None of this looks good. That deer was the worst CGI I've ever seen in my entire... I gotta go. I gotta go. And then I left. You know, the prison season, when it goes into the governor, that stuff, really, really good. I never made it that uh, far. Yeah. that. that oh, that sorry. Season, I it, did. The halfway point of that season was they did like an assault on the governor's thing and they threw fucking smoke grenades and shit. Like, yeah, I got yeah. that episode. And after that, I was like, this is just... You can't get any worse than this. The Walking Dead suffers from the same thing that a lot of stories suffer from, which is... How many times are we going to come into another antagonistic group? Mm-hmm. How many times, you know, the breakdown, the betrayal, and it's it's circular. So it, like, it gets to a point where you're just like, that's why Breaking Bad, in my opinion, works so well because they were like, you know what, we probably have six seasons of this story. Sure. Like we can only watch him descent so far before you know it gets to the lowest point and then everything falls apart. And I thought For they did sure. that well. Uh, the actual creators of the Walking Dead comic book, they're done, right? Yeah, he didn't even tell anyone he was ending it. He literally made a big deal about the next two issues and, and then ended, ended it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that? It, was perfect, it was a perfect ending, and I, I'm hoping that one day that we'll see game, you know, game developers come to that same decision where they don't have to be canceled. Where it's like, hey, you know what? It's been a great run. Which you know, I'm hoping that God of War makes the right decision because after this next game. Mm-hmm. If they go to Egypt or whatever, I mean, they're obviously going to stay. Uh, they're going to finish off the storyline and uh, the the Norse the Norsean storyline, and then maybe go to Egypt. But I think they kill it. I think they should kill it at the Norse storyline. I don't want to sure. see Kratos jumping around the world fighting other gods. Like that sounds stupid. fun. It sounds fun. Yeah. Kratos versus the universe. Um, <laughs> here's the issue with Call of Duty. It sells a billion dollars every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know? I know exactly. There the is point no here. story to Call of Duty. No one cares about the story. It's about the multiplayer, right? And it's going to be a, a hit and a miss, right? It, it's the, the nature of releasing a new multiplayer game every single year, right? And yeah. not building upon it like a Counter-Strike or, or like a Battlefield does, right? 
but if without a release, then, you know, what do we do? Right. The, no one's going to play the Call of Duty of last year. If dude, if I had to play, if Modern Warfare, if they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Scrap it. We need another year to develop this game. Modern Warfare is your, your Call of Duty for this year. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not buying another Call of Duty after that. It, it would it would it would two years of not being able to play uh, the other night. I was sitting here. Didn't want to play. Wow. Didn't want to play RuneScape. Didn't want to play whatever. And I'm like, dude, I need a mindless shooter to play. One where I could just go into the zone, not think, and play the game. I don't have that right now. Yeah. This Call of Duty is too frustrating. You know, Black Ops 4 is dead. Like, all the other all the other gods are dead, and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to play. I can go back and play Modern Warfare 2, but it's hackers and, and people who are fucking, like, I cracked out an Adderall and were, like, wanting to go. And I'm like, dude, I don't want that right now. I want to go into a lobby, have some mindless fun, and then move on with my life, right? And there's nothing on the market like that right now. Is the Battlefield uh, Five lobby still going? Like, are people still playing that game or what? Mm-hmm. That has, yeah, you don't yeah. play that. No. I wasn't that bored yet. Okay, I go to Battlefield when there is literally nothing else in life to do. And <laughs> Battlefield, dude, I'm telling you, I love Battlefield. I really do. But after four, they lost me. Uh, with Hardline, I think it was what it was. Um, and then one came out and then five came out, but it wasn't really a an after four. It was a after one. It could have been 1.2 for all I cared. And it, they weren't great. They, they weren't the kind of battlefield I was looking for. DICE does modern combat incredibly well. And unfortunately, they haven't done a modern combat game in, I don't know, seven, eight years. So yeah. here we are waiting for the hopes of a Battlefield 3 remastered to come and save the <laughs> Battlefield franchise, which is fine with me, man. That's a that's an incredible game. It's it's amazing how the mood polars and cycles up and down this kind of this conversation. Uh, I think you should really just think about playing a story-driven game, and I'll just leave it there. Don't need to rebuttal. Don't need to rebuttal. Just get into a good story. You know what? I'm going to buy you the PlayStation 5. You can play the, the new Spider-Man game. But I got to buy you the PlayStation 4 first. You have it already. You can borrow my Spider-Man game. Just play but that. Get it. That's not the kind of story game I'm interested in. I was honestly what? thinking about playing um, Dark Souls because I, I want uh, something that's kind of hard. And I have a controller now that I'm familiar with. Uh, I want something that's kind of hard, but I also want something that's story-based, right? And I, I can only play through Skyrim so many times. Right, I didn't like The Witcher that much, so realistically, I didn't really want to go and play the play the rest of The Witcher. Um, I want a story game, right? I want a new dude. The Elder Scrolls, if an Elder Scrolls game were to release, that would be the most excited I've ever been about a, about a game ever, because I loved Skyrim so much. And Elder Scrolls Online is is a very good game. It's just that I need another one of those immersive Elder Scrolls worlds that I could put myself in and have a lot of fun. Um, you you still don't you don't still have your Game Pass activated, do you? No, right? No, why? I would say try Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War because it can be mindless and it also has a good story and it has a good uh, leveling up system as well. Okay, Dark Souls, is fun. Dark Souls is good too. It's just there there is something to Dark Souls where I'm like, okay, I can see why there's a very very huge following, and I know what type of fan, what type of melee <laughs> melee Dude. weapon fan. Hardcores, bro. Have you seen all like the the videos and stuff that they were they do with uh Dark Souls and how like all like the the funny videos and the speed runs and like the dude that is a huge community, man. That is a huge community. uh, Yeah, it all looks like a lot of fun, and I wish I understood it. You know, (laughs) 
I wish I I wish I understood because I've I've been immersed. Like when I when I used to look at, at people who play World of Warcraft, I was like, dude, okay, well, why are you spending days upon days playing this game? And it's like once I started playing it, and I get to a point where it's like, okay, well, I have to do all this stuff now to like progress. Like I totally understand why people spent their formative years only playing WoW because I totally yeah. could have been one of those people. Yeah. It's funny too because uh like I like I, I think I said on the show the first person I've seen play WoW he came into it later in life built an entire computer to play WoW and I was like man you're 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 full in right now speaking of people full in man uh well, thank Cash again, man. Would you, that, that was a good time, right? <laughs> yeah, we had a, we had a really good show. Really, absolutely. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought he was a great guest. I'd, I'd yeah. love to have him back on. Hopefully, he would. Uh, He'll never come to the show again. That's Cash, a, that's you're a fair right point. Uh, I'll never have you back. No, <laughs> no it, was it was good. Game. It was really good. Um, um, it let worked. me ask you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me ask you a question about that, man. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that interview, but I, I, I got, I'm going to be more honest from now on moving forward. I will never do that thing where I just shake my head because there was a point where there were some questions I wanted to ask you guys in regards to streaming, gaming culture from you know a PC perspective because you guys started getting really deep into something that was really interesting to me, which you asked him a question, what is the most unhealthy amount of time you've ever mm -hmm. spent playing a game before? And I'm trying to think if there was ever a game like that for me on console. And I, the only one I can think possibly it could have been was Tony Hawk, the first Tony Hawk game. Because you remember. No, I, I love the Tony Hawk games. But you put 40, 50, 60 hours into a Tony Hawk game, and that's it, right? Like, yeah. you're done with the game. You've done everything you possibly can. You've hit a 900 or a McTwist on every ramp in the game. Like, when we're talking about World of Warcraft, like, 60 hours, you're yeah. just hitting the max level. Right. And even like the old school, like when, when he was when he was playing, it would take a month of eight hours a day for you to start even hitting like the, the edge of that max level, that top tier gameplay where everyone wanted to be. Right. And then once you get there, there's another 60 hours, 120 the 500 hours of work to do to get to the top level to where you can start doing the end game content. Right. right like right. the amount of time that you like RuneScape is a really good example of this. Right. From 92 to 99, 92 is the halfway point of experience to get to a maximum level in RuneScape. Right. 92 is the halfway from 92 to 99. I focused on doing one thing and it took me 250 hours. Good God. Right. 250 hours. I could have beat Dark Souls. I could have beat. All of the Dark Souls, probably. I probably could have beaten every single one of the Dark Souls in a time it took me to get seven levels in RuneScape. How long did it take you to beat the first boss in Dark Souls? Uh, hour 30 minutes. Hour 30 minutes? Oh, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Something like that. On keyboard what? and mouse, too. Well, let's go ahead and swag out on them right now. Which apparently, know, I could have, apparently, like, if that equates, I could have done it in eight seconds on a controller. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it's that much harder. But yeah, like, yeah, you've, uh, you know, you asked that question, but I, you've probably never been that immersed in a game. No, I have. I have. There have been some games where, like, I've been fully pulled in, like, fully pulled in, but they were fighting games. Sure. There's no end, there's no end to a fighting game. I mean, right. there's an end to the story, but there's no end to competition. There's no end right. to the amount of people you play. There's, and there's no, you got to remember, there's no leveling up your character. Right. The only way yeah, to yeah. level up in that arena is just to become better. 
on a day-to-day -day basis. And Fair. Like, you know, but that's still a level up, essentially, right? So, like, when we're playing The Division, right, and I know that you we played it so fast you didn't realize where the end was, and I, I apologize for that. It's probably partially my fault. I'm not good at explaining this stuff. But like, what, what when you get to level over? 30, remember, the, remember when we got to level 30? And I'm like, okay, cool, we can start playing the game now, right? Yeah. It's because from there, your gear level's 200. It needed to get to 500, right? So, like, but for like World of Warcraft, every 10 levels is that same amount of like grind and looking up to that next section of stuff to do. Right. And I feel like, honestly, you would like a game. You would like an MMO because of how much progression and how much things there are to do. Because the human brain, at least for at least for me, is wired is like little successes mean a lot. And a big, yeah. su big success means everything. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. MMOs are really, really good at playing into that, right? Like you beat a quest line and you get a title. Wow, that's that's pretty sick. You beat a war campaign and you're you're now able to do all of the newest raid. And it's like, holy shit, I want to do that. And you look at it, you're like, okay, well, I need an item score of 400 and I'm at 275. Well, now I got to do all of these other things to be able to get to my end goal, right? And like, it's a really goal-oriented style of game and most mmos are like that it's funny because uh as i'm playing through uh, assassin's creed right now man it's like the leveling up on there is uh it's kind of jankety but it's it makes it more fun because it's rewarding, obviously right yeah huh it's rewarding yeah no it's extremely rewarding because you could buy all the stuff level up and get mm -hmm. to a certain place right away but just going around doing the side missions and getting your character beefed up it's a lot of fun yeah. it's a lot of fun it's absolutely a lot of fun. You sent me something tonight, and this is what I've really been waiting to talk about. Oh. I, I paid you a compliment, and then you ruined the fantasy. What the hell did you cook tonight, man? So that was a burger, right? And I've been cooking yeah, a bunch recently. So it was 80% ground chuck, right? So 80% uh, non-fat ground chuck, 20% fat, um, with jalapenos, mushrooms, Parmesan cheese, and, like, spices, with uh pepper jack cheese on the top nice but that rice wasn't what i thought of. i was like oh man did he make like it's santana actually pointed out because at first i thought it was like eggs i was like oh he made some a texas burger he just didn't put the egg on no. saying like no i think that's cheesy rice and i'm like is it and i just she zoomed in yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. looks amazing what kind of rice was that dude was like a it was like a rice aroni no it wasn't dude. Yeah, that it was, was like I, I swear i'll go think when we're done with this i'll, I'll go grab the the box take a picture What's what's with the uh, the cooking uh, phase? You're you you're going through some type of phase in your life with your birthday. I like cooking, bro. I love cooking. That steak that I sent you, what was it last yeah. night? Like yeah. little steak rare was, for my taste. It was a little rare for my taste too, but um everyone else likes likes it rare. I would have actually done three more minutes in the oven, it probably would have been good. But I did uh we moved the the grill from my grandparents' house over here. Um mm -hmm. and so I've been using it like fucking all the time and cooked it on there. Get, got a nice like medium heat on the grill. Got really nice grill marks. Actually, I should take a picture of it because it was literally perfect cross stitch grill marks on it. And uh, I knew it wasn't done, so I I put it on a cookie sheet with tin foil around it and put like a half a stick of butter and like a bunch of garlic and then closed the tin foil and then put that in the oven for seven minutes. I really probably could have done ten, but man, it was it was very good. It was very, was very it? good. Yeah, it was really, even as rare as it was, it was like, it was good. Three more minutes, I think would have been perfect, but, you know, you only know Man, that I, afterwards. I, I looked at it, and I was like, it looks, the presentation looks great. 
I know myself with textures. A little bit more bloody than I, than I like it, but I'm it, like, it, it looks amazing. So here's amazing. the thing. I let it sit for eight minutes after, so it wasn't bloody. Oh, really? Okay. It, wasn't okay, okay, it was okay. rare in the middle. It was rare, but it wasn't bloody. Like, there was, like, after I was done, I ate it, I ate it on a paper plate. Like, there was no oh, blood or stains or whatever on the plate. Like, it was good. Yeah, I had uh, Santana made tonight uh, some type of garlic chicken with pasta. And it's always great to hear like a good cook down plate of food. She's like, yeah, I don't think it turned out too good. I bit into the first piece. I was like, this is a miracle. You have to stop for a second and go, holy shit. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know what? I was talking to a buddy about something, and I, you know, people don't understand this upstate living. And we're not really that far upstate. We're not right? upstate. We're not, you ask someone from we're upstate, not, we're not upstate. No, we're, we're southerners to these people. But uh, I was explaining to a buddy, uh, last night we were talking about the local farmers and stuff and i was like i've made it me my wife and i have made it a commitment to only buy meats locally from now on especially after watching this documentary i watched last night and seeing how the american farmer well and me hook, all, hooking you up with the with the, with the place man you, you hooked me up with the place in fact i'm gonna go check out the other place here pretty soon because i feel like there's definitely an a squad and b squad at the place that you recommended to me like sure. i've gone the other a, the other place that you're thinking of is where we get our meat uh, the one in uh, yeah, above, above yeah. where I yeah. am, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to go check that place out, but uh, I'm only buying locally from now on, man. Good for farmers you. Getting, farmers are getting screwed in America. Yeah, maybe they, maybe not all of them don't like me, right? Maybe some of them got a Confederate flag, but I don't want to see them lose their land. Is the thing, dude? And I want to get good, healthy meat. Is that sure. is that wrong? Is that no, wrong? Absolutely not. That, that's that's your right as an American to get to choose where you buy your food. Right, we're yeah, not it, we're not limited as to where we could buy our food. We have how many options around here? Five. Well, actually, here's the thing, man. If if this is going the way I think it is with uh, foreign countries buying up farmland and stuff like that and slaughtering and selling us back our own food pretty soon here, I, yeah, I'm not buying anything from the supermarket when it comes to meat yeah. anymore. Not even for qual just for quality's sake. I refuse to watch farmers go out of business i can't think of a better people group in my life man name three things wrong that a farmer's ever done to you yeah you know it, it would it would be hard i got salmonella one time so that was pretty <laughs> shitty that wasn't the farmer's fault that was the supermarket's fault and apparently yours for not <laughs> cooking the chicken correctly dude I, you know uh, i was like eight you get salmonella um, from uh, uh from salad too did you know that yeah, it's, it's it's usually fecal matter on on food is where you get salmonella from, or is it E. coli? What other, who fucking cares? It's one or the other. Maybe it's listeria. Maybe it's listerine. Who knows? <laughs> Zach, please tell the people where they can find us so we can set them free. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to episode forty-four of the Talking with the Dad podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our website, YouTube. Do we have anything else? Oh, Anchor. Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Google Play, Apple, iTunes, podcasting, wherever the fuck they call it now. All 